ESPN 94.1 FM at AM 930. The Drive. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Local then, local now. Never FDIC. Welcome in. It is the Thursday, September 5th edition. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Thanks for joining me this hour. You can always be a part of the program by calling the Miller Lite phone lines at 877-420-TALK. That's 877-420-8255. Miller Lite holds true great taste. Only 96 calories it is. The original light beer. You can also find me online at Twitter. Paul Swan's my handle, and you can find the show by searching The Drive with Paul Swan on Facebook. So we've got a jam-packed show today. Every day is a great day for me when the show comes on the air. But uh, today I get to talk to Aria Agonis, Marshall Volleyball. She's going to join me here in a few minutes. We're going to look ahead to the weekend and uh, recap what happened last weekend with her squad. Also, Bill Cornwell is going to be joining me, give me a little uh, idea of what's going on right now as uh, he's part of the team entourage. We've embedded Bill Cornwell with the Thundering Herd. He is in Boise, Idaho. And we're going to find out what's going on with the herd. I'm sure they've done their walkthrough. They've hit the blue turf. All of that. And Bill's going to talk to us about that. Also, we're going to take a look at what's happening in the NFL. That's right. The National Football League begins tonight. I'm excited. I don't know about you, but I am excited because we've got not just, not just football back on Thursday. Not, no, not, not just football back. But we got the Packers. That's right. We got the Packers. We got the Bears. It's the NFL's 100th season. The oldest rivalry in the books. Meeting for the 199th time. The Bears and the Packers. The Bears beat the Packers 24-17 last year to clinch the NFC North. And we've got it for you coming up tonight. You can tune in uh, a different time for us. Uh, we'll go on the air at 7.30 with our broadcast. That's right. You're home for Thursday night football all season long. Uh, when it doesn't conflict with Marshall, of course. That is ESPN, 94.1 FM and AM 930. So I'm looking forward to it tonight. So I get to kick back and uh, watch a little college football this weekend. And I get to watch some NFL action tonight. Now, of course, tomorrow night, number 24, Boise State taking home the victory over Florida State, bringing it back to Idaho, and now uh, they will be taking on your thundering herd. That's coming up. 9 o'clock is going to be kickoff time on ESPN2. I hope to see you at Roosters. Uh, we're going to be hanging out at Roosters for a little bit after the show because we get high school football all across the area on Friday night, and we'll talk more about that tomorrow. But we're going to be at Boise State and Marshall Rooster style. That's how we're going to be there. We're going to be watching the game on all the big screens. So excited to be there with you once again. For those of you who maybe just want to hang out and watch the game with us. And, of course, uh, we're going to have that game on our sister station, 93.7 The Dog. And the reason why I mention that is because Huntington High starting off the season and that game tomorrow night right here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 and the Marshall game on 93.7 The Dog. Trying to keep track of all this. Uh, we've got so many games on Friday night, so that's the easy way to keep track of all of that. So, big game coming up. Marshall 
taking on Boise State. Uh, the last time these two teams met back in 1994, uh, I didn't get to go to that one, but I did watch it on TV. It was the national semifinal. Broncos won that game 28-24. to This is an important game for Marshall. The reason why Marshall has to win this game, it's not because Access Bowl, nothing like that. Now, that's secondary to me right now. The Access Bowl is something that you have a shot at, and you're going to have a better shot at it if you can get past this gauntlet that we've talked about for several weeks of Ohio, Cincinnati, Boise State. You get past this gauntlet, then you can have a conversation Central Florida is still, of course, ruling the roost at this moment when it comes to that conversation. But what this game means to me is Marshall has lost, make sure I got my numbers right here, 15 straight games against ranked opponents. The last time the Herd got a win over a ranked opponent was then over number 6 Kansas State back in 2003. Yeah, that's it. There have been a couple of uh, chances here and there, but Marshall has not won against a ranked opponent in a long time. So this is an important game because Marshall's got a good tradition. Love the herd or not, if you're a college football fan, you look at their tradition, it's good. It's not Alabama. It's not Ohio State. But it's good. There's success here. Marshall's won a lot of games. There's a story there. Winning his team in the 90s, of course, winning all those national championship games, those MAC championships, and all those bowls. And, of course, Marshall's been pretty, pretty successful when it comes to bowl wins. So there's a story there. There's success there. There's some history and some tradition here. But... At the end of the day, you look at those schedules and you gauge it based on championships, big wins. Marshall hasn't had a ranked opponent uh, fall to the herd in a long time. So this is an important game for Marshall. They can beat Boise State, you get a ranked opponent, and then you can move on. It's eventually going to happen. But uh, Bill is going to talk to us here in a little bit. We're going to find out from Bill uh, what's up with the herd the blue turf, and um, I guess this is a, a new, new version of the blue turf. They they put some fresh blue in, I hear. So Bill's got that for us, and of course uh, volleyball is coming up. And if you can't, um, well, if you can't follow the uh, the volleyball team, we've got the next best thing right here because uh, Ari's going to join us here in a few minutes, Coach Ari Agnes, and she's going to get us updated on what's happening with her squad, and we're going to find out everything you need to know. That's right, I'm telling you right now. I'm going to hit some hard-hitting questions with her. I've been prepping for this. She won't know what hit her when she calls in here the next few minutes. That's right. Uh, I'm ready to go. I got stats. I got figures. I got everything possible. So we're going to turn our attention to volleyball when we come back. Uh, we'll hear from Coach Ari Agnes. We'll get her uh, take on what happened last weekend, and we'll look ahead to what's coming up this weekend they're going to be in the Bulldog Invitational. Georgetown is hosting that. So the Herd's going to play Georgetown, Stony Brook, and Northern Kentucky. So we're going to talk to her when we come back. Also, we're going to preview later on 
Heard and Boise State. Bill Cornwell is going to join me. We're going to talk some NFL. That's right. Cincinnati, Seattle. That's coming up this weekend as well. I'm excited for that. NFL's back. I'm happy. You should be happy as well. And we're going to do it all when we continue right here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We're taking Paul Swan everywhere. Download or subscribe to The Drive with Paul Swan on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Still to come, we're going to hear from Marshall Volleyball Coach Ari Agnes. We're going to try to get her on. She'll be joining me here shortly from D.C. That's right. She's going to be in the Invitational that's going on in Georgetown this weekend. And we'll also hear from Bill Cornwell. He's going to get us uh, caught up on what's happening, the herd happenings with Boise State. And if we have time, we'll work your phone calls in at 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. we got a busy weekend, though. We've got the Bengals coming up this weekend. Taking on the Seahawks. Seahawks uh, opening line by seven on that one. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. The Bengals are going to go to the Super Bowl this year. It's a done deal. Bengals Super Bowl. And, yes, I'll keep saying that until um, they're mathematically eliminated from the playoffs. So, until that happens, uh, I'm going to go with the Bengals as my pick to win the Super Bowl. Okay, they're undefeated right now. It's the only time I can say that, that they're undefeated here. The Browns even have something to look forward to. So they uh, definitely uh, have a lot of people on their bandwagon. I'm not sure just yet. We'll see. I'm I'm not sold. Uh, we got our NFL picks coming up later on, and I am picking against them. I'm just going to give you – that's the free one right now, NFL picks coming up later on. And I am not taking the Browns. I'm taking the Tennessee Titans over – the Browns. So that's what that's going to look like later on. But uh, we're holding for Coach Ari Agnes. We're going to try to get her on the program. Until then, uh, of course, we will move on and uh, talk a little bit about this herd matchup coming up against Boise. And as we mentioned earlier, must win? No, not a must win. Important game. Yes, it's the next game. That's something that Doc Holliday talks about consistently, constantly, religiously that the next game, most important game, he's got the coaching down pat on this. But Marshall could use a win over a significant program of note. And I like the schedule. Playing Boise, you're playing out there on the blue turf, that sweet blue turf, right? You love that blue turf. And with that blue turf comes the excitement of ESPN 2, Boise comes into the game ranked. Everybody's loving life because this is the game everyone's talking about on Friday night. On Friday night, not too many games going on. And that's what Doc loves about this game. Doc loves these Friday games just because of the fact that, hey, nobody else is, nobody else is really playing. They're not going to be in a hotel room sitting, waiting to, to go play on Saturday and, and sitting and watching the games on Friday night. Instead, they're going to be in that Friday night game. Now, you don't want to play all your games on Friday. But still, it's a Friday night game. It's on ESPN. It's against Boise State. They're a top 25 program. A little excitement. A little excitement in this game. So, why is it important? Well, because... Marshall could use a win over a program of note in the so-called Group of Five. 
it's a ranked opponent. Marshall could use a win against a ranked opponent. So that's two things right there. Three, this is an early game that's going to not necessarily shape the rest of the season, but it's going to lean it towards one direction or the other. Because Marshall took care of an opponent they're supposed to take care of. We're going to see what Marshall really looks like against a quality opponent. And so we're going to learn about the Thundering Herd. We learned about what this team was about when they're supposed to win. Now we're going to learn about this team when they're challenged. And not just adversity that happens during the normal game. We're talking about a team that didn't quit, beat Florida State. Everyone talks about that. But this is a team that didn't quit, found a way to win against Florida State. Now they're playing at home. Their fans are going to be excited because they're coming back. Home opener. Playing on a new surface. New blue turf. We'll talk to Bill about that, how eye-blinding it is when we get him on the program here shortly. So uh, it's a, it's really an eye-blinding experience. If you, I've seen the pictures. It completely just blows your retinas out. And I'm hoping the herd, I haven't seen yet what the herd's wearing. I'm, I'm hoping the stormtroopers come out. Bring those all-whites. Just go all-white. Drop the all-white uniform. I would. And, okay, it looks like uh, I'm, I'm looking at the uh, herd equipment. They're sending the tweets out now. I timed this right. Let's see. They're in the equipment room right now. You follow them on social media. That's one of the better Marshall accounts to follow. And, uh, all right, yep, here it is. Stormtroopers, that's the uniform. White jersey, white pants, Stormtroopers. Okay, I like it. Wearing that white uniform on that blue turf. It's all good. So we're going to have some fun here tomorrow night watching the all. Well, hey, at least you'll see the herd on the field, right? Why does everybody talk about the blue turf, though? They, they wear blue uniforms on blue turf. Marshall wears green uniforms on a green turf. I mean, come on. What's the deal here? Really, what's the deal? It's not that big of a deal. So that's what the uniforms are going to look like. Big game here. Isaiah Green needs to um, show that um, – the game against VMI was just him warming up. And I'm going to tell you right now, Marshall, if they're going to win this game, they have got to stop Robert Mahone. Rush for 142 yards, two touchdowns in that game against Florida State. He was averaging about, what, six yards a carry? Heck, that's pretty good, right? And they've got a streak going on. They've had a 1,000-yard rusher. For 10 years. 10-year streak. 1,000-yard rusher. So Marshall, if they can shut him down, that's going to look good for them because Marshall, all opponents, all shapes, all sizes, hasn't allowed a 100-yard rusher now in the past 15 games. We're talking 15 games in which Marshall has not let a single runner gain 100 yards. Now, you can throw multiple runners out there. That's fine, but... You haven't had a 100-yard rusher in 15 games. So is this going to be a night where Robert Mahone comes out there, breaks that streak, or will Marshall lock him down, and then you'll go to 16 games and you take notice of that some more? 15 games, pretty impressive. Throw that up to 16, that's pretty impressive as well. Now, I, I think the excitement of this game 
is uh, is interesting to me because if you go back and listen to yesterday's show, yeah, go back and listen to yesterday's show. We uh, we talked a little bit about the fact that in 1994, it was Marshall that was sitting pretty. Marshall had the newer stadium, the facilities. The stadium was pretty new at that point. The luxury boxes, everything that goes with it. And then Boise comes and sees all that after beating Marshall. Beats Marshall. Marshall was a favorite to beat Boise State in the 1994 semifinals. Boise comes in Huntington, sees what you can do because Marshall was enjoying, for the first time, a facility that was brand new, nice amenities, new turf, new locker room, everything. Luxury boxes. Marshall was a on the beginning end of all of this. And then Boise State sees all this. And now you go out to the blue turf and you see what Boise's done. I think really that game was eye-opening for the program because Marshall was the class of then 1AA. Facility-wise, most years they were in the championship game. They were the class of 1AA from all aspects. And that was eye-opening because Boise had aspirations. And now, look at them. they got great facilities. Facilities are great. They've got resources to be competitive and not only just be competitive at the group of five level. Every time I say that, i got the air quotes here, the group of five level. But also the fact that they've gone out and they've beat some top 25 teams. And Marshall hasn't done that in 15 straight attempts. Boise State's done it. Boise State's knocked off some big boys. Boise State has made a name for themselves. And so Boise State comes in. I mean, that's the target you're shooting for now. It used to be Boise State was shooting for the Marshall target, got Marshall in the playoffs, came to Huntington, saw what it could be, and took it from there. And now Marshall's going out to Boise State, looking at that target, trying to hit it. I mean, how times have changed. Now, of course, things have played in Boise State's favor. They've got some resources that they're able to take advantage of. Also, Conference USA is not the conference it once was. Even when Marshall was petitioning to get into the conference, uh, there were there were motions uh, happening behind the scenes. There were plots and plans and everything else. Honestly, this is not the Conference USA Marshall was betting on. And then it changed again. The Conference USA Marshall was trying to get into is mostly the American right now. Mostly the American. The Americans, that, that's the league Marshall was trying to get into. And I would just wonder if things could have gone a little different for Marshall in a, in a couple of areas. Maybe Marshall at the time could have taken advantage of the success a little differently. The donations would have come in. The spending would have come in. Facility upgrades would have continued a forward trajectory. I mean, hey, where would Marshall be right now? I don't know. But this is an important game. It's not one of those, it's going to make or break the season types. It's not a must win. I'm not going to use that cliche. But for so many reasons, it's for the program health, I think. If you're competitive in that in this game, that's great. 
You're competitive. Okay, that's nice. Win this game. Okay. Okay. Marshall's making a statement that, hey, don't forget about us. We're here, too. Collectively, this team, all these players, they're going to try to make a statement. Hey, don't forget about us. We're Marshall. And that's what it looks like. Okay. Uh, I don't think we're going to be able to connect with Ari. She, of course, is uh, on the road with the volleyball squad. So when we continue, we're going to hear from Bill Cornwell, and uh, we're going to preview what's coming up. He's going to give me an idea of what the new turf looks like and everything else that goes with a road trip to Boise State. That's when we continue with today's edition of The Drive, presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. The Drive with Paul Swan. Marshall Athletic Director Mike Hamrick. He knows. Paul's the best. On ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Thundering Herd in action tomorrow night, 9 o'clock ESPN 2, taking on Boise State. And we've got our very own reporter embedded. That's right. Bill Cornwell once again on the road partaking of the Smurf turf. And he joins us now on the program. Um, How bright is that turf, Bill? Well, that turf is bright, and it's relatively new. Uh, the, the herd has actually uh, been over there today, uh, did a little walkthrough. Uh, most of the activities uh, occurred here at the, the team hotel, which is the Riverside Hotel. Real, really nice facility here, not too far from Boise State. And weather here has been unbelievable, Paul. Uh, two days, including today, in the 90s, you'd think you were in the deep south. <laughs> but it's, uh, it's really nice and warm here in the in the, the uh near the foothills of the Rocky Mountains. And uh, really, uh, it's been a, a good op- a good uh, a chance for this team, this Marshall team, to for these two days to kind of uh, team build. And that's what they've been doing. A lot of meetings, a lot of uh, time uh, discussing uh, what they got to do tomorrow night against the Broncos. And certainly there's a lot of uh, curiosity here in Boise with the herd because, uh, to be honest with you, uh, everybody knows about Boise playing the big boys, and they do, and they do well, obviously getting the win last week against Florida State, and, and their future schedules are quite impressive as far as uh, uh, big-name teams that they're going to play. they got Florida State coming in here next year, and, of course, they come to, to Huntington next year to play Marshall, uh, and they play a lot of uh, the uh, Power 5 conference teams from um, out here in the West. They've got uh, games of Michigan State coming up, but you know what? They don't play a lot of the better group of five teams. Um, Marshall definitely is one of those elite group of five teams, and uh, that's why there's a lot of curiosity out here as to how Boise will do with a team that, in a sense, kind of mirrors them as far as good athletes, good tradition with the program, championships won, and uh, that's what's bringing a lot of interest in this game tomorrow night, Paul. I would contend, and it's not a it's not a, a statement against Marshall. It's just that Boise sort of took what Marshall was doing, that Marshall plan. When they came in, they of course beat Marshall the first time that they met in the semifinals in '94. Come into Huntington, they see okay, well, this is pretty good. We could get this going as well, and they just springboard and consistently grow. And now they're beating top twenty-five teams. Marshall hasn't had that luxury in 15 straight attempts. If I've got my, if I've done my math right here, uh, the last time they beat a ranked opponent was number six Kansas State in 2003. Mm-hmm. Thundering Herd hasn't been able to be that elite program in that regard. Whereas Boise State, 
they've made statement and after statement on the football field. So this, in a sense, is an opportunity for Marshall to make a statement. I mean, beating Boise State's a pretty big deal, and then to make matters better for the herd, you get this win. All of a sudden, and maybe Marshall's a team you're talking about a little bit more. You dropped it a couple times this week. I made fun of you for it, but you were you were right. Um, access Bowl, while not guaranteed, it's definitely something yeah. that uh, this game uh, affords you at least a few more weeks in that conversation. This is the kind of game, though, because Access Bowl sometimes even depends on national ranking as far as uh, for these uh, group of five teams. And believe me, if Marshall could beat a number 24 Boise State – they get attention of a lot of voters around the country because it's like, hey, there's another good group of five team out there. It's not just Boise State. It's not not just you know uh, whoever else, Utah State or uh, me, me, you know, looking toward the east, uh, an Appalachian State, somebody like that. But hey, Marshall, they're in that group too. But they got to go out and get the win tomorrow night. Now we were talking about playing the big boys, and boy, Boise just really is so. Uh, I would say. Uh, Active uh, with it, and, and uh, in fact, they they just uh, just love this. Uh, since night since 2006, they are 16 and nine against Power Five schools, Power Five conference schools. And the only year in six of the, of the last seven years, the only year they did not get a Power Five win was last year. So, uh, of course, they've already got their Power Five win this year with Florida State. So again, playing the big boys, being aggressive. That, that's the Boise State thing. And, um, you know, some people think that uh, Marshall at times has been that way. Maybe not so much. But this year, Marshall's schedule, uh, as far as the, these non-conference games, uh, is among the best in the group of five, obviously. Bill Cornwell's with us. He's with the team in Boise, Idaho. Now, you've made this trip before. You were there, right, for that 94? Uh, if I remember correctly, uh, you were there, right? I, w- I was. I was on a plane that the – Travel doctors, uh, tra- uh, travel agency put it together, and it was a one-day deal, Paul. We left Tri-State at 8 in the morning and went to the game, left uh, Boise about an hour and a half after the game, and went back to Huntington all in one day. And, and my thoughts were, I'm too old to do that now. <laughs> I remember at that time um, you were telling me a little bit about what you saw, the blue turf and everything. What's it look like now in comparison to what it was before? Because it's drastically different from 94 to now. Boise State's really reshaped that football program. They they have, and and the whole facility is is impressive. Back then, they they were playing in a stadium. And the guts of, of of the current stadium is the same stadium, but it's been highly improved. They've added... Uh, about if, if I have the the number correctly, about thirteen thousand seats. Uh, Albertson's uh, Stadium holds about a thousand less than the Jones. Jones holds thirty eight thousand. Albertson's holds thirty seven thousand. They're hoping to have a full house here tomorrow night uh, for this uh, this contest. But uh, they added uh, seating on the south ends of the facility that that kind of coil around and underneath them. There's first class weight facilities, first class football office facilities. Uh, they expanded some of the end zone seating, and uh, that's where you get your additional uh, uh, the additional uh, capacity. But also, again, underneath what they built seating-wise, you have the guts of the program because you have the, the training facilities and the office facilities and the, uh, the, the 
facilities for weightlifting, and and they do have an, an indoor facility too that they built kind of off to the side. But uh, again, what they've done is uh, they knew that if they want to play with the big boys, they got to have the facilities of the big boys, and that's kind of what Marshall's done with the uh, with the Chris Klein Athletic Center. Now Marshall's facilities are very comparable to what they got here at Boise, but Boise was one of the leaders as knowing. If you're going to play with the big boys, you've got to have facilities like the big boys. And yeah. they've got them here in Boise. Yeah, that's. Um, I think that's where Marshall fell behind was after the new stadium was built, Marshall for a while had the facilities. And then, you know, it's an arms race. Marshall wasn't able to, for whatever reason in previous administrations, not able to compete in that arms race. Now Marshall's done a, a nice job of resetting the playing field putting together some really nice projects to get the facilities back to a level where Marshall can compete, especially in Conference USA. But, of course, you're trying to win Conference USA and you have higher aspirations. That's what that indoor facility brings you, and and that's what constant improvement brings. As Doc says, these kids are buying with their eyes. But Boise was just amazing because they really – it feel like they leapt – they just basically leapt over a lot of teams when it came to, okay, we want to be at this level. And I remember, Bill, I was I remember their press conferences. They were talking about, hey, you know, we want to compete for a national championship. They're talking about this in '94. And um, I'm laughing at them at the time, thinking, okay, really, Boise State? Yeah, they they're a team that can compete now, and they're a program that is in a conversation. I mean, maybe one day they'll crack through. I don't know, but they're definitely our program that you, you give respect to as a, a perennial top 25 program, not in a power five conference. And, and you make a good point. It's funny how at that time, back in the mid nineties, how the Boise and the Marshall um, programs mirrored each other. Obviously they, they played in the playoffs there, but I think it was Boise. And then Marshall kind of had this uh, inspiration. Like, you know, we can go up, we can move up, we can make the move. And of course we know Marshall made that move. Announced it in '96, and then in '97 they did uh, enter the MAC and, and make the move up to FBS. But uh, you know, again, it, the, the Boise story is inter- uh, amazing. Of course, the the big thing that turned it all around was they got in the Fiesta Bowl and they beat Oklahoma. That was the big thing that uh, they were able to to make happen. And of course, that was uh, it, that's what turned it all around and made Boise State the brand name nationwide that it certainly is among college football fans. Bill Cornwell is with us. The Broncos and Thundering Herd tomorrow night, 9 o'clock, back home for most of the fans. Hopefully they can stay up with us, Bill. If not, um, it's a late one. Definitely going to be a late one tonight. Um, it's a late one. And and then we got a long uh, trip back. We are scheduled to land at Tri-State Airport at 6, 10 a.m. on Saturday. So uh, uh, it's going to be a, a long evening. Obviously, it'd be nice to get a win Uh uh, it don't matter that four, three and a half, four hour uh, plane ride back. Uh, you get a win, it'll be a happy ride, and we won't care. But uh, it, it's a long way out here. It takes a while to get here. It took us about four and a half hours, including a refueling stop yesterday in Omaha, Nebraska. But uh, uh, got settled in real well. And again, the facilities are great, and guys are just getting ready and anticipating a, a big opportunity for the herd and the Marshall program tomorrow. Bill Cornwell with us. Um... He will be with us tomorrow as well. We've got two hours coming up tomorrow. Uh, I'll be back tomorrow at 5 o'clock for my show, and then we'll go on the air at 6 o'clock over on the sister station, 93.7 The Dog, as the Thundering Herd 
we getting ready for Boise State. Uh, looking forward to it. Uh, this is um, this is an interesting team. I mean, I, I remember Pokey Allen. I mean, really, I remember Pokey Allen making the proclamation that the, this program one day would be where it's at. And uh, I mean, I don't. I wish he would have seen it because uh, yeah. if you remember his story, he died due to cancer in '96. And but he made he the proclamation. Was, he he wanted to see this program where it's at now, and and he got his wish. He he did it, and you know, Pokey Allen was an interesting guy because you're talking about a guy who was I kind of like the happy warrior because he was one of these guys that he was a smiling assassin. He he had a smile on his face, always had a joke, but he was also wanting to get wins, and they did a great job here at. Uh, course they back in those days i guess they were in the big sky conference if i be uh, memory serves me correct so they were competing with montana and and folks like that and uh they kind of kind of set the stage and kind of outgrew the big sky that's obvious and uh, uh they uh again uh it just uh, it's something special and of course this community just breathes boise state uh, it's such a big part of the community here uh, it was the state capital and you just don't hear much about uh Idaho State. You don't hear much about the University of Idaho, but uh, Boise State is is the real deal around here. Kind of like Marshall is in Huntington, and uh, it certainly uh, it kind of dominates uh, people's thoughts and, and their activities. And by the way, this is a great city. By the way, Boise uh, is uh, uh, about two hundred thousand people. Got a great downtown. A lot of places to to eat and be entertained, and uh, uh, just love the vibe here in Boise. Kind kind of like what you have around. Pullman Square in Huntington, to be honest with you. Much bigger scale, though. Much bigger. Bigger scale, yeah. So Cornwell, we'll hear from him tomorrow. Have fun, man. Um, wear some sunglasses around that turf, man. You're going to lose your vision. I got the sunglasses, no problem. Bill Cornwell, he's going to be with us again tomorrow. We'll preview Marshall and Boise State several more times tomorrow. Uh, as we uh, get underway, starting at 5 right here with The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. we got more on the way. We're coming up on um, NFL start time. That's right, the NFL back, and we've got the Packers, and we've got the Bears, and we've got the entire NFL schedule. I'm going to tell you how it's all going to go down right now. I'm going to tell you. I'm going perfect. Week 1, Okay, maybe not, but we're going to find out how close I do get to it when we continue with today's edition of The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Guests with Paul Swan appear via the Miller Lite phone lines. 877-420-TALK. Those Miller Lite phone lines to get you on the program tomorrow. Back at it one more time. We're going to be coming to you not live from Roosters. No, we're back here. We've got a multitude of games on Friday night. We're going to get into all of that tomorrow. I'm going to be over at Roosters after the show, though. So uh, join me over there as uh, we get set for week one of our Roosters. uh, Would you call it a tailgate inside watch party? What would you call that? Whatever it is, we're going to have fun, and uh, we're going to hear uh, live from Roosters tomorrow as uh, they'll get all the stuff set up and ready to go before we arrive. That's right. Uh, we're going to be on the air two hours here, back in the station. Then we're going to head over to Roosters, and we're going to see you all there as we get ready to watch Marshall and Boise State. ESPN2 should be a fun one. We'll have it for you tomorrow as well on 93.7 The Dog as Huntington High football tomorrow right here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Okay, we've got 
NFL action coming up tonight. Packers, Bears coming up tonight. We're going to go on the air at 7.30, going on a little earlier than we normally do for our Thursday night games. First Thursday night game, it's the Packers, it's the Bears. You've got not maybe the oldest teams in the NFL, but one of the oldest rivalries in the NFL. And so this is where you're kicking off your NFL season. I'm excited. I Again, we'll see how I feel fourth quarter. But I'm excited for Packers, Bears coming up tonight. I'm taking the pack in this one. They're favored in that contest. You know what? I'm I'm not going to argue with that. Packers, Bears. I'm taking the Packers. I always take the Packers when it comes to Packers, Bears. All right, here's what the Sunday lineup looks like. Again, this is a, sort of the abbreviated pick'em. We got to have like a full house here so we can do this correctly. But uh, I'll keep track. Uh, I don't know who are who I'm going to gauge myself against. Uh, maybe this is just we're going to see how well I do. I need a nemesis. That's what I do. Need a nemesis. Sunday, we've got several games. Uh, the early games, the Falcons taking on the Vikings. Uh, Minnesota's favorite in that one, and I agree, so I'm taking the Vikings. Redskins are taking on the Eagles. Eagles are heavily favored in that contest, and you know what? I know people who will be rooting for both teams, and I'm never picking the Washington Redskins. Not if my life depended on it. Give me the Eagles. Bills, Jets, Jets favored in this one. And that doesn't matter. They're the Jets. I'll take the Bills. Thank you. That's my upset right there. Okay, is it really an upset? Bills, Jets, is that really? Uh, just give me the Bills. Ravens taking on the Dolphins. Ravens favored, and the Ravens will win. Uh, your favorite team to win the Super Bowl, Kansas City Chiefs taking on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Casey favored by four. I'm taking the Chiefs. Give me the Chiefs. Now, you've got the Tennessee Titans. You've got the Cleveland Browns. If you were listening earlier, you got to find out my pick early. If you weren't listening, where were you? I'm going to give it to you again. Tennessee taking on the Browns. Cleveland favored in this game. That doesn't matter. They're the Browns. I'm taking the Titans. I'm never, ever, ever taking the Cleveland Browns. I'm just going to pick the Browns and go 0-16. I'll get it right eventually. In some seasons, I actually do come real close to getting that. Rams taking on the Panthers. Rams favored. I'll take the Rams as well. Now we get to the Bengals and the Seahawks. That's the game you can catch on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Also, that is going to be on our sister station, Cat Sports 93.3 and 1340. Bengals are not favored in this contest. That doesn't matter. I always take the Bengals. Maybe that's why I do not play fantasy football or daily fantasy or the one-day pick them. Maybe that's just the reason why, because I'm making poor decisions. Bengals beat the Seahawks. You heard it here first. Bengals over the Seahawks. Colts, Chargers. Uh, sorry. Not taking the Colts. Give me the Chargers in this one. They're favored, and I'm going to go with that as well. The Bengals' next opponent. Uh, really, I, I don't know. This is almost push. 49ers, Buccaneers. Uh, if I get a pick one, I'm going to take the 49ers. That's the Bengals' next opponent. Lions, Cardinals, Detroit. They're favored. I'll take Detroit. Uh, Giants, Cowboys. No way am I taking the Giants. No, thank you. I'm taking the Cowboys. Uh this is the best team money can buy that's not winning the Super Bowl. I'm taking the Cowboys here. And, of course, the big one, Sunday Night Football, Steelers, Patriots, New England's favorite. 
I gave someone some advice. I said, take Tom Brady. Take Tom Brady as your fantasy quarterback because he has Roethlisberger and Brady. But I did some research, and I thought to myself, you know what? Patriots are going to win this game. That's my pick. Take Roethlisberger. So, again, maybe I'm making a poor decision here. This is the reason why I play fantasy hockey, not fantasy football. And then Monday night, we got a doubleheader for you. Texans and Saints, I'll take the Saints. Broncos, Raiders, with everything going on with the with everything, everything going on with the Raiders, I am still taking the Raiders. Yes, give me the Raiders. And that's going to do it for this edition. We're going to be back tomorrow. We've got two hours before Steve Cotton even hits the air. And then we'll be back probably sometime Saturday morning at uh, 3 a.m. or something because this game is going to go probably knowing our luck, six hours. I mean, Boise State ran 500 plays, I think, right? Okay, it was over 100, but still. They're going to run at least 100 plays. Marshall's going to run probably 100 plays. We're going to be here all night. And, hey, happily to do so as well. So um, tomorrow, 5 o'clock, right here, we'll all readjourn for The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Have a great evening, everyone. WRBC Huntington, W227BS Huntington. This is your radio home for Pittsburgh Pirates baseball. ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.